Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. This is 2019 Week 6 Part 1. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Monday Night Raw Episode 1341. Uh, so I, I enjoyed this episode quite a bit. It is solid all the way through, even like the weird parts I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, we opened up with Stephanie McMahon welcoming Becky Lynch, but Becky Lynch has no time for that full introduction. She comes out right away and, uh, Steph says, Hey, why aren't you going to see a doctor? Your legs all messed up. And Becky refuses as Stephanie says, well, if you don't, I have to suspend you until you do. And so Becky is not having any of that. She gets suspended and attacks Stephanie McMahon. But during the attack, I appreciate, I didn't notice this, but when they went over it later on, I really appreciated this detail that Stephanie kicks Becky in the knee that is injured. And I think that's a great way to keep this keep this going uh it's stephanie is trying to play nice guy here nice gal um but uh really she does have it out for for becky it seems so um i'm looking forward to see how all of that develops moving forward we go right uh to the backstage area where becky runs into Rhonda, and Rhonda has some words including saying becky shouldn't be here she should be at home using ice and advil um to recover um so i that was a pretty cool interaction between them backstage um although i uh we didn't really get a retort from becky but i think that, that's all right we'll we'll um hear more from her soon enough i imagine uh so we have ronda rousey versus Liv morgan uh this match is kind of out of nowhere but I enjoyed it. Uh, Liv was very entertaining, even though she was destroyed almost immediately once she actually did go face to f- head to head, face to face with Ronda in the ring. She kept kind of running away and stuff. Um, so Ronda wins via armbar, and then she's she's amped up. She is, wants more, and so she challenges Sarah Logan. Sarah puts up more of a fight. But Rhonda still eventually wins via armbar. Her 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 uh, cheek like got scratched or something. Um, big old cut on her. Uh, not really a cut, but it, like like a scratch um, across her uh, the side of her face. Um, so I'm not sure. I I didn't catch when that necessarily happened. It might have happened during the commercial break. I don't know. Uh, but Rhonda defeated Sarah ver- uh, via armbar as well, and Ruby teases getting in the ring but uh she backs off and helps her friends get back to the locker room um i am really really hoping that because we have Liv and sarah in the tag team uh elimination chamber match that we'll get ruby riot versus ronda rousey for the championship at elimination chamber um as well like yeah that's uh i know we've seen them fight before um but i think it was something happened it it wasn't uh i mean it wasn't a full-out match um so i i would really like to see those two fights on a pay-per-view 
And why not at Elimination Chamber? So my fingers are crossed super hard for that. Um, up next, we had a uh, Four Corners tag team match. So this is not an Elimination tag team match like on SmackDown. So Heavy Machinery gets another chance to go after a championship. Um, so it's Heavy Machinery versus the B Team versus Lucha House Party versus The Revival. And uh, unfortunately for Heavy Machinery, their second chance didn't work out. The Revival got the win after hitting the Shatter Machine on, uh, I don't know who they hit it. I, it was, I think it was one of the Lucha House Party. Um, I'm not sure. But the Revival, they're going to get a championship match at some point in the near future. And I was hearing about this match that they had in Regina, I think, um, uh, between those two, uh, Revival versus the Robe Warriors. And uh, that was like over 30 minutes. Some tweets said 40 minutes. Uh, I think Bobby Roode even said, I think it was more like 45. I don't know how long the actual match was, but I heard that it was awesome. And if we can get that match um, soon and, you know, I, I it would be great if the Revival wins the championship in that match. But even if not, as long as it's just a stellar showing from both teams which it sounds like it's gonna be um i'm gonna be really happy about that um in the aftermath of this four corners tag team match we have zach Ryder and kurt hawkins backstage lamenting how uh much of losers they are uh that kurt says you don't want to have anything to do with me i've lost over 200 matches and zach says well i'm a loser too they didn't even spell my name right last week um so uh there i i like this uh spin on uh, i'm sure that typo was an accident but they're turning that into uh a thing like they don't even care about me enough to spell my name right um it was also kind of funny it was uh who was it i think it was mick foley he 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 spelled zach Ryder's name right when he was tweeting him that was kind of funny. Anyway, um, Kurt Angle, he comes out. He's uh, dressed in a nice suit and stuff. He is talking to people as he's coming out uh, in the backstage and all that. But before he can say what he came out to say, um, which sounded like it was going to be a retirement, but because uh, he said he, he, there's one person he can't defeat, and that's Father Time. Baron Corbin comes out, then Drew McIntyre comes out, and then Braun Strowman comes out, and they all uh, get into it um, with each other. And we end up getting a tag team match between these four people um, as the main event later on. Uh, then we have the last qualifier match for the Women's Tag Team Championship yeah, uh, at Elimination Chamber. Bailey and Sasha versus Nikki Cross and Alicia Fox. Um, their backstage interaction was really, really fun. Um, <laughs> Alicia Fox is is so, so weird. I love it. And Nikki Cross is also so weird. I love it. And those two together is is a little bit magical. Um, while Bailey and Sasha are making their entrance, Cross and Fox attack. And uh, we head into commercial with it being unclear if they're going to be able to compete in the match, the match, the match and the match. Um, but B- 
Bailey is at least uh, good to go. Um, Sasha is pretty beat up, but she contributes as much as she can. Uh, Bailey pins Alicia Fox with a roll up. Um, and there's some great displays of teamwork throughout this. Uh, just the care that Bailey and Sasha have for one another. Um, but uh, Bailey and Sasha, the hug and boss connection, are heading into the elimination chamber. So um, it was it was looking questionable. I think it was everybody is pretty much expecting them to win this match, but that attack before it had a little bit of um, ambiguity to it. So I enjoyed that. Up next, the match of the century: Elias versus Jeff Jarrett. Elias won via drift away, but then was attacked by Road Dog and Jeff Jarrett afterwards. He's hit over the back with a guitar. Not fun. Not nice. And uh, what? Elias is supposed to be the heel here? Jerks. Sore losers. Absolutely sore losers. So uh, then we had Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley, except Bobby Lashley says, ah, no, no, you're fighting leo rush so finn balor defeats leo rush um after lashley gets sent back to the locker room because he's interfering way too much but uh lashley is pretty upset about this because he said he would he didn't promise a match if he could beat leo rush but he did say he would entertain the idea of giving um finn balor an intercontinental championship match so uh perhaps we will see that at elimination chamber i would enjoy it uh, then we have um, Paige come out and just promote her. I, I was really excited for a second there. And I was like, oh, it's just for the movie. The same trailer. If it was a new trailer, that would have been pretty exciting. But it's the same trailer that I've seen uh, probably like 10 times now. I'm going to see the movie. I'm really excited for the movie. Um, but seeing the same exact trailer isn't as exciting. I think this is like the third, second or third version of the trailer um so at least it hasn't gotten really really old but if they have like one more trailer that's a little bit more different um then it'd give me even more hope for the movie it's not the kind of thing where like spoilers even matter because it's a biopic type of thing um so like yeah give us a little a taste of like some of the actual wrestling action that's in the movie or something like that maybe i don't know especially if you're showing it on uh during a wrestling show Anyway, up next, we had a moment of bliss. One of my favorite episodes of moment of bliss yet, even though there's only been like three or four. Anyway, our special guest is EC3, who doesn't have, he he isn't able to get a a single word in this entire time because they're interrupted by Nia Jax. Um, He's about to answer if he's going to be on Raw or SmackDown. Um, Nia Jax says, no one cares. And then Dean comes out and... um, says Naya you gotta leave me alone I know you have a giant crush on me but you know stay away um he asks who is this and and where is EC1 and 2 uh EC3 responds by punching Dean in the face and we end up with EC3 versus Dean Ambrose which EC3 wins via a surprise reversal roll-up type of deal and the crowd goes wild or a good couple of people do do it was a fun match i i enjoyed it and um it was like up in the up in the air with the announcement last week that dean isn't gonna renew his his contract whatever um 
Like, oh, is he just, we're just not going to see him anymore, probably. But it's, that's not the case. We're seeing him right here this week. Um, so it, it it seemed like he was having fun, at least during that moment of bliss part of it. And I hope we get to see more of that in the next couple of months. Um, so that brings us to the main event. Braun Strowman and, and Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre. Technically, Baron Corbin and McIntyre won because Braun Strowman, uh, being the illegal man, attacked the other team and so got them disqualified but they won the night because he ends up choke slamming both of the guys into a set of steel stairs in the middle of the ring and um that's how we close out the night a great um uh, a great ending for braun and kurt after the last several weeks even months of them just getting crapped on by these jerks um uh drew mcintyre and baron corbin now i the argument could be made like what's this business going on with having drew mcintyre in this tag team match with baron corbin as his partner what a waste of the the monster that drew mcintyre actually is and i saw i i agree with that but hey it was it was the main event of the night that's pretty good um uh we also had them they were like the the second hour the ending of the second hour i believe it was um so i i i'd say it's doing pretty or it might have been at the end of the first hour i don't remember but um you know can't all there's only uh so many championships to be going after at one time and uh i mean the entire universal championship picture was uh just consisted of um highlight packages this week um because seth is recovering um from some battle damage um after the the royal rumble and getting totally destroyed by by brock lesnar at the end of last week so um both of the mans are in recovery mode now um nia jacks saying stuff like oh maybe i should take her place at wrestlemania blah 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 uh which the, the, nobody nobody likes the idea of that but um i i like where this is going and uh it's gonna be fun to see like just what becky's doing is she gonna show up at smackdown because she's, she's she's suspended but uh i mean that, what's gonna stop her nobody's gonna dare tell the man that she can't um come into the arena where she's like on all of the posters and stuff that seems kind of silly so um i'm looking forward to see what happens um next uh it doesn't look like becky will be in a match at elimination elimination chamber um and i'm all right with that uh we didn't see oscar on television last week um i think i mentioned that as uh that she had a match against charlotte uh after 205 live that was a really good match um so uh we'll see what's going on with that if there will be a smackdown championship match um people who are not involved in that right now on smackdown it's a very few uh lana who is who is hurt that would be a weird pay-per-view match um becky but you know she's going after ronda now uh there's charlotte um but she seems more interested in becky than oscar 
So that kind of just leaves um, who does that leave? Zelina Vega, because uh, it looks like Naomi and Carmella are going to team up um, to go uh, go into the chamber. But uh, we'll see if that's official yet. Also, oh, there's Lacey Evans. That could be interesting. Just see Oscar totally destroy her at Elimination Chamber. But anyway. We'll see how all of that pans out uh, tomorrow. Um, I'm I'm really digging all of this build to WrestleMania so far. And um, yeah, let me know what you think about all this. Are you interested in all in what's going on? Um, the only thing that was really questionable for me, um, hopefully it came across that I was being sarcastic, um, was the uh, Elias and Double J stuff um, and the Road Dog stuff. It's... Um, it it reminds me of um like uh all right so in drum corps there's some events and then there there are certain uh shows where there's a lot of alumni there is there's like alumni event type stuff and um people who are not really up uh the fate they're not out in front of people like all the time they're still involved all that but they're like you know in the office doing the stuff um and then suddenly oh now they're out there talking to the crowd and like reflecting on their time and everything and bringing back the glory days like that kind of thing is um and trying to it it, it comes across as like i'm roundabout saying is like this is nostalgia type of this nostalgia act type of thing and i i don't know where all of this is going it's it seems kind of weird and then some articles i've come across or threads I've, that were that oh they're not sure about elias now he doesn't have the charisma and stuff and that the the, the very idea of that is ridiculous um with how absolutely into elias everybody has been for almost a year now um like i remember uh the raw after wrestlemania that everybody in the arena chanting we are scumbags in response to him just getting everybody riled up it's ridiculous to think that i, I think to to like base and to base anything off of like well nobody's buying tickets just to see this one person don't you want people to buy tickets to see everything like I want to go to these shows and I want to watch this show just for the variety of superstars of types of segments and all of that. Like that to me is the quote unquote draw of these shows. Like, uh, yeah, there are specific people, but there's no like one match that I am that's going to make me want to go see a specific um pay-per-view or night of television um now i did my 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 decision to go and see elimination chamber was very much informed by the only match that had been announced so far but i knew there was going to be at least one other elimination chamber match as well and whatever that ended up being i knew it was going to be pretty good because both of the Elimination Chamber matches were really fun last year. 
um, being there in person for those. So um, I'd say that was the closest thing was the women's tag team match. But again, it wasn't for the specific people that are in it because there's so many possibilities of who could be in it anyway. It was just the idea of that match and the championships debuting in general. So anyway, like when anybody talks about uh, a specific person being a draw or not, it's, I think that's kind of silly to even think about that and to try to analyze that or like the ratings this week is because of this one person. There's no way unless you have the raw data, the complete raw data of specific times people tune in compared with the social media interaction and stuff like that. Like are people tuning in because they heard that, Oh, this segment is happening right now and that sort of thing or are they just tuning in because they're other they're sure they watch during the first hour ended and now they're switching the channel to watch the rest of raw for the rest of the night that kind of thing so i'm talking about it way too much already um but i just wanted to address that a little bit that that type of analyzation when you're when you're not in the know of the actual numbers um and uh, part of the analytics team and if you're not looking at something released by people that have that data it's kind of silly to even talk about but anyway if that is the case that they are that they are considering like oh this is a make or break week for elias like they're absolutely stacking the deck against him because they're first of all they turn him heel last week when he's been kind of killing it um as a baby face and then um and then and he's he's turning heel against people who we're just now seeing on television for the first time in 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 years if road dog who we see every now and then just as part of the people who are there um, working on the show but not in a story capacity and then jeff jarrett who's just kind of out of nowhere that he's here now um so, so, so it's like how is this how is this a test of elias succeeding like is this to see like oh if he doesn't if he doesn't completely fail at this then he then he's it's all right or something like i don't know but anyway I still really enjoy Elias and he's doing uh, great with what he's he's faced with right now. But um, I, oh, the, the, it, he's been so good. He's been so good. And being stuck in this, uh, whatever this is, is uh, kind of bums me out. But anyway, okay, that's it for real for now um let me know what you thought about tonight um and what you're looking forward to on smackdown by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to tiwpodcast.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe on itunes spotify youtube wherever you listen to itunes uh wherever you listen to podcasts and um i'll be back with with week six part two talking about smackdown and 205 live and I'm also planning on seeing um, uh, Miss, is it Bola? 
Miss Bola tomorrow. Um, so I'll probably do that all as one episode. Or I'll do, no, I'll I'll do two separate episodes. So watch watch out for an episode about Miss Bola and um, a spoiler episode about Super Dragon Ball Super Broly because um, I'm gonna go see that tomorrow as well. So that is it for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.